Hey, what's cracking? It's Joel. This is the My Age Podcast. Uh, the My Age Podcast is a podcast that brings you conversations with people from all walks of life, using music to plot a map from their early years to how they got to where they are now. Uh, second episode, thank you very much, first of all, to everyone who listened to the first episode with Mike from uh, the High Fives Podcast. The reaction was literally 10 times bigger than what I thought it would be. I literally thought there'd be six people listening to it. And as I record this, there were 66 listens. So pretty bloody stoked with that. Um, and I really appreciate everybody who listened and did whatever they had to do, whatever they did on social media to spread the good word, or the word at least. Good can be completely subjective. Um, yeah, so Unreal. Uh, today's episode is the first po- episode I actually ever recorded. Um, not that I've done a whole lot, so it won't sound too much different to the last one I did with Mike. Today's guest is Mick Anderson, Michael Anderson, drummer extraordinaire from such legendary Australian bands like Last Nerve and Irrelevant, Huntsman, singer slash guitarist in Homeward Bound and current drummer in Barriers and just all around good dude I uh, hope you like the episode I had a blast recording it it was pretty chill his song selections are fantastic and he's got a great story he's got a few good stories so kick back and enjoy the episode or keep your hands on the steering wheel if you listen to this while you're driving um, and enjoy it and I'll speak to you at the end thanks take care So today I've got Mr. Michael Anderson, who you would have heard me mention previously, I assume. Um, this is one of the earlier podcasts, so I apologise if it's fucking shite. Um, Michael's got a big list of songs, so which he guarantees me he's going to regret or change his mind tomorrow. Morning. No regret. No regret. No regrets. Too easy. So, I guess the first question is, who is your daddy and what does he do? What were your parents listening to when you were... <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. I like that. What were your parents doing... What were your parents listening to musically when you were born, before you were born? Did they do anything musically? Were they into that kind of thing? No, nah, definitely not musical. Yeah. I think my dad did like uh, drumline stuff maybe with cadets, like on the snare drum, marching band stuff. Like Travis Barker styles. Totally, yeah. That's where I don't get it from. Yeah. And uh, I think he did that for a little bit, but that's about it. But yeah, besides, oh, my mum did elocution lessons as a kid, where they go and you learn how to talk, and you you'll go on. There's like there was like competitions for elocution, so you'd get there, and she's got a story. <laughs> like she was way young, but it's just like the elocution. Um, I guess her. Uh, um, like her show or whatever, or her spiel, whatever for the competition was like, yeah, about a boy named Jim. But you had to stand up and stand straight and project your voice. And, you know, there was a boy named Jim. I was very fond of him, you know, all this sort of shit. So bizarre. Mm. But that's about it. No, no musicality yeah, cool. to speak of. So when were you born? What, what year? What vintage? 1976. Cool. Okay. So. Do you remember your parents? Was there much music around or was it kind of just... No, not a lot. Not sort of until... 
I don't think we had like a stereo or, you know, besides a tape player in a car or something like that until sort of, it was probably sort of 13. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. No, 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 no. We, yeah, no, we moved when we was, when I was 13, we moved. From where to? From Punchbowl to Lugano. Punchy. Punchy. Did you know Trent from Punchy? Unrelated to him. Oh, sick. Mm. Awesome. Okay. This is my dad. This is my dad. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, and then we got a CD player. We got a stereo. Um, I was actually at my folks' place before this, and I was talking to them and telling them I'm coming over here. And your question, one of them was like, you know, what music did your parents play when you were younger? Yeah. And I rattled off some names for them. You know, dad like Roger Whittaker, and. Uh, he was like, yeah, yeah. And mum was like, oh, I used to play the Carpenters a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. And Roy Orbison, BGs. Yeah. A bit of Beach Boys and stuff like that. And um, who's he, Roger Whittaker? Uh, you know, Dur- Durham Town. No. Like, that's the only song I know. Right, okay. Of his, yeah. There you go. Okay. And, um, and mum was like, yeah. She goes, oh, we were pretty poor then. She said we didn't have, you know, like a stereo prior to that sort of thing so okay. yeah, yeah you know we got it i think the first stereo we probably had i think we may no it was definitely it was a cd player and i had a turntable on top yeah right. and that was it so and um yeah so from there it was you know just them playing i guess stuff they weren't i don't think they were, pr- they were sort of buying modern music or anything like that it was always sort of like throwback yeah you know stuff that they would probably sort of had grown up on as well yeah see so, yeah all right so what song have you picked uh roy orbison roy orbison the big o only the lonely only the lonely any particular reason no it's just like there was a whole bunch um yeah. that i could have picked from what like um any bgs you know what i mean okay. there's always some bg stuff playing around yeah um and the carpenter stuff that was just probably too sad yeah emo <laughs> it's just yeah like you know i was listening to some stuff proto before, emo yeah before and i was just like oh this shit's getting me down yeah <laughs> so but yeah no you know only only the lonely it's pretty you know classic song and pretty smooth yeah sick all right let's suss it out dum, 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 dum.
Listen to stuff in the car, like we did. I guess cars would have had maybe not tape decks, but definitely would have had radios. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. We're, I'm trying to think. Like, my memory isn't that great of my early childhood. Blocked a lot of it out. No, just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, I, we would definitely would have had a tape deck in the car, I'd say. But I reckon radio was probably the biggest influence from whatever my parents put on the radio. Yeah. Whatever they had on, you know, that would uh, come through. So there wasn't a lot of great deal of influence, you know what I mean? I reckon now, as I'm older, I probably revisit older music that I would have loved to have grown up on. Okay. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like Fleetwood Mac and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, tons the, of bands. But. The legit classic stuff. Yeah, whereas I sort of just sort of glanced over them because I was pretty cool when they first, you know, would come around. Oh, sorry, are you, you, you're telling me you're cool or like it was kind of inferred by other friends that you were cool? I don't know if anyone's ever inferred that. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before, yeah. but I don't think anyone's inferred that. No, that's fair enough. But it was just, yeah, it was just, I think I was just probably just a, you know teenage punk or whatever or early teen punk just sort of fucking with yep. attitude that just that shit ass wouldn't listen to certain things you know what I mean and didn't take you know stuff I listen to now and it's like oh fuck that's amazing you know what I mean but from back then yeah, yeah. but I listened to it just couldn't appreciate it back then because it just wasn't yeah. on my radar that's completely that's completely fair enough. like um we talked about it earlier tonight I listened I've listened to way too much Henry Rollins spoken word stuff and he often talks about when he first he grew up listening to stadium rock be it zeppelin i guess zeppelin's probably the best oh and ted nugent all that kind of shit and then when he first heard the ramones he walked away and just went no fuck all that like and literally just said i threw everything out and it wasn't until years later that he went back and re-bought all the shit he threw out and all the shit he disregarded because he thought it was too cool but i kind of think it's maybe time and like yeah it's it's not unfathomable that someone who's six years old seven years old eight years old doesn't understand where a Fleetwood Mac song comes from like for the most part yeah like if you're listening to um don't stop thinking about tomorrow like everyone can relate to that Mm. but they're not at that age anyway yeah, yeah, well, yeah. hold on, sorry. So, well, for me anyway, like, I guess being young yeah. and hearing stuff like that, it's like, tomorrow, whatever. Yeah, it's today. <laughs> it's now. YOLO. <laughs> Just throwing YOLOs out there That's it. in, like, the mid-80s, early 80s. <laughs> so, I guess that leads us to the next part, the next song. Don't, you know, hold out. But, yeah, the next part of your life. Where you maybe how old were you when you kind of started listening to music? Uh, 
that wasn't directly influenced by your parents, whether it was older sisters, older sister, sorry. Yeah, older sister, older sister, yeah. yeah. Um, or just stuff you listen to on the radio or Hey Hey It's Saturday, I guess, would have been a thing. Was it a thing when you were... Yeah, definitely, yeah. 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 Uh, it was weird because you, I think I got influenced by stuff that was probably commercial radio stuff so you had you know john farnham stuff like that yep maybe early crowded house and things like that which i still dig crowded house today you know i love their stuff yeah and it wasn't until um as far as memories go the first sort of moment that i listened to something and was like i want to hear more of that and it wasn't influenced by my parents or by sort of commercial radio or my sister or anyone else that I knew was I saw a film clip for R.E.M.'s Orange Crush. Okay, yeah, yep. And I was like, you know, it wasn't like... Would this have been on Rage? Yeah, probably, probably. would have been Rage, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And I saw that and I was just like, what's this? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was different. And yeah. had the visual aspect of the film clip. I guess the thing was in the Vietnam War or something like that. Was the take yeah. on it anyway? With heaps of marching scenes of dudes marching. Or am I imagining that? I just remember some dude crawling through some palm trees and leaves ah, right. and shit okay. like that. Yeah. And um, it was a bit darker. I think it's the dark side of it sort yeah. of appealed to me, and I was just like, "This has got more to it than everything else that I've sort of really heard." Yeah, see. And I was like, "Yeah, I want to hear more than that." more of that and uh, I broke my nose playing cricket <laughs> I have, do tell <laughs> I was sitting there padded up ready to go in and bat and you fell over no and some of the guys from my team were playing French cricket where they just throw the ball underarm and they hold the bat underarm and they just tap okay. it back to each other so yep. just for catching practice and you know hand-eye coordination and whatnot yep and one dude's just like smacked the shit out of a ball and I'm sitting there and the bench waiting to go in and they've all yelled out my name because the ball was coming towards me and I turned around the balls hit me fair in the nose and just flattened my nose across my face (laughs) (laughs) I would have been probably I'm guessing 12 or something like that yeah and then all of the cricket mums have all just run over and just gone And I'm like, what's the matter? And then it's like, don't touch your nose. And it was just pancake. So I'd have going up operation on that. Yeah. And then uh, mum was like, you know, because you've been good with the operation, you can have one thing, you know. And I was like, yeah, I want like a single of this song. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I went and got that. I was stoked. Got home, put it on. Everything was cool. Me and my busted nose. That's kick ass. Yeah. So a single, oh, this is... I don't know who's going to listen to this, but if you don't remember or you weren't around, basically that's what they call them, 45s were the first variation of a single. So one song, the main song and then the B-side. Cassette single. Yeah, and then the the single was the cassette version of that, which then morphed into the CD single. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there you go. So is that the song you want to pick? Yeah, yeah, okay. let's yeah, let's run with that. What else could there have been in the mix? What el- what other things do you remember at that age kind of thinking this is this is this is rad? Uh don't know what year it was. 
It would have been probably around that time. I went to the Bross concert. Bross? Yeah. That was pretty Fuck cool. Fuck yeah. At, where, like the entertainment centre? Entertainment centre, yeah. Because my sister and all of her friends were going and I'm like, yeah, I want to go check this out. And there's a couple of guys at school that were into them and I was just like, yeah, cool. This is the new thing. I'm into this. And mum's friend. I'm going to say that was about 88, 89. Yeah, it might have been 89, I think. Yeah. So, and it was probably roughly the same time, I think, that, you know, I sort of heard REM or Orange Crush and was just like, you know, this is cool. Yeah. And one of mum's friends worked at Ticketek. Awesome. And so she got us tickets and I had ticket 1A in the entertainment centre. Hectic. On the dance floor. Hectic. And even one of the guys in Bross looked at me. Did he? Yeah. Were you wearing some fly shit? Fuck. You could imagine. I'd hate to think. It yeah. would have been some fluoro. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it would have been high tops. And like sweet fades. Like something sweet. would have said catch it on it or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Did they come out? For some reason, I want to say they came out. Oh, fate. No, I had the wave. Someone. Yeah, the wave fringe. You yeah, mean? the wave fringe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was running that. Of course you were. The good old days. Of course you were. Yeah, the full head of hair. Shout out to my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Much respect. <laughs> Rest in peace. Just going to pour some beer on the ground yeah, for it. for my fallen hair. <laughs> Did they come out? Were they? Was it their own thing? I, I feel like I want to say they came out with Roxette, but I could be Fuck. wrong. It might have been. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. There you go. So, sorry, we're going to play a Bross song or we're going to play... <laughs> No We can <laughs> When will I be famous Drop the boy I've got a couple of jams for you Yeah sweet I'll leave it up to you Nah Yeah let's run with Orange Crush Kill Yeah Look. cause that was the first one That sort of I guess set me on a path of You know The music that sort of I've listened to for Most of my life I guess at this point Sick Got my 
Orange Crush. Orange Crush. By Rem. Rem. Tell me what you were saying about the song and what you really, really like about it and to this day still feel attracted to. Attracted to, that's probably not the right term, but you know. Yeah, pretty much drawn to. Drawn to would be a better yeah. way to put it. It was just the fact that that song starts off in a minor key and then at some point it goes into a major key, but I was like... For the chorus. Yeah, but I was like... What are you doing that for? I was just like, fuck, keep minor. Like, I didn't know what minor key was then. Yeah. You know. Stay unhappy. Yeah, but I was just like, that struck a chord with me where it was just like, you know, I felt something. I guess any music that I've been into my whole life has had to struck a chord with me, I guess, emotionally or, you know, invoke some sort of feeling. I guess that's the same for everybody, but that was probably, you know... um, you're the voice didn't do it for me. You know what I mean? Growing yeah. up, I was just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's a song. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And, you know. It's a pretty wh- powerful song, but wh- yeah. Classic. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Kill it. But now I can listen to that and go, yeah. F- yeah. Good work, John. You wrote a good song. Well, someone did. He yeah. sang a good song. Yeah, yeah, he sang a good song. Yeah. yeah. And the, But yeah, I guess Orange Crush. And when I heard that, I was just like, okay, cool. Mind you, there's millions of songs out there at that point in time that would have been, I guess, in a minor key or probably invoke some sort of reaction in me or, you yeah. know, a feeling, but I was just never really exposed to it sort of thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, heard that and I was like, yeah, this is a turning cool. point. Yeah. Yeah, see. Definitely. That trick of minor sounding verse in intro and then major chorus... To me, that's like the Alkaline Trio signature move. Yeah, totally. Like if you listen to, especially on, uh, to Detour, especially on, they had like three albums that were really similar. Yeah. Um, Good Morning. Fuck, what were the other two called? From Here to Infirmary. Yeah. No, From Here. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, From Here to Infirmary. Yeah. Yeah. And another one that came after those two. Yeah, right. And every song was like... Well, not every song, but a lot of the songs like minor, 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden the major kicks in, boom, and it's just like that's the hooks. Yeah, that's just like you've you, taken the bait, and yeah. now you're getting reeled in. Yeah, you know when we went to the um, Rob Hurst anthem. Oh yeah, yeah, the the giant dwarf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that what he was talking about with his songwriting, or was it like the opposite? I remember him saying something along the lines of, you know, when they were writing, it was like. A certain key and then they'd bring it up for the choruses or whatever or yeah no absolutely yeah 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 in uh what song did they talk about the dead heart yeah it was yeah so that was in like let's call it b minor yeah but then it did that change you know but then it did uh and then it it made that change and it yeah when it changes, it goes to a D, which is the relative major. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, you feel victorious and like, yeah. fuck yeah, let's charge and <laughs> do your thing. Yeah. And it's a really it's a really clever move. Yeah, and like tons of bands do it. And it just, it makes the minor... So much more powerful. Yeah, so much more powerful. Yeah. And then the major, so much more powerful. You know what? Maybe the minors that I've heard in the songs that I've been into wouldn't sound so cool if there wasn't the major. Yeah. With yeah, it, you know what I mean. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is. I think this is year eight music. Year eight music. This is what you get taught. Uh, you know, I what? didn't listen. Yeah, I didn't pay much attention. We I jammed was, at lunchtime. That was about it. Yeah, we got. We did that too. Yeah, it was fucking totally. sweet. What did you jam to? I don't know. I probably only knew 
What were you playing, by the way? Because I guess a lot of people who are going to listen to this, let's quickly fast forward in your timeline. Let's just check that. Sorry? A lot. Check. A lot of people. Well, the a high percentage of people <laughs> who listen to this. So if, if four people listen, then chances are three people are going to know that you played in... You played drums in Irrelevant. Yep. Last Nerve. Yep. Um, no Apologies for a while. Yep. For all of No Apologies or just for a while? No, just for a bit and then Andreas came in. That's after right. After I left. Um, but you didn't start on drums or am I imagining that? No, no, I played guitar. Yeah. I wanted to play drums when I was younger and um, my parents were sort of, my parents were pretty supportive. They were like, you know, whatever you want to do you can do it um if there's a cost involved you've got to save up 50 percent of whatever it is that's a good deal that's a legit deal and then we'll cover the rest yeah so it was like i guess it was a way of weeding out whether or not your dedication yeah don't get me wrong like you know there was plenty of shit where i was like i want to do this and they just yeah you know helped out they were pretty cool that way and um yeah, but I was like, yeah, I want to play drums. And they're like, no fucking way, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're not playing drums. So I was like, yeah, cool. So my sister was playing keyboard. Okay. Because um, she wanted to or because she had to at school? I or? don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, just guitar. Yeah. And so, yeah, played guitar and just had a few... I had lessons as well. Dad and Dave's at Riverwood. Okay. Because um, you were living at Lugano, which it, is, would you say, like half an hour south-ish of Sydney? Yeah, southwest. Southwest-ish, yeah. 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 yeah, so had lessons there. And there was one, I had a couple of really good guitar teachers there. Yep. Not that, you know, much of it is sort of stuck to this day. But there was one guy and he was from Newtown and... He was like, I guess, you know, alternative before alternative. Yep. And he was cool. And uh, he was mates with the guys from Spy vs. Spy and stuff like that. And yep. I love that band. So I'd be like taking songs in him going, want to learn this, want to learn this. Okay. You know, and so he'd figure it out and show me. Then we'd jam on it and stuff like that. So that was cool. We sort of had, you know, yeah, someone that, wasn't just a guitar teacher going oh hey his scales yeah but i'm no mean by no means a good guitarist yeah i mean just a hack but it's like i guess it was more showing you know an introduction into good music and good you know as far as i think now anyway but you know not so much about hey well, there was, I like, hear some scales and learn this and yeah. go home and do this and yep. practice that and come back. But it was just never never gravitated towards that. Yeah. You know, and so it was always just like, yeah, cool. I guess I've been like that my whole life where it's sort of like, I've just been impatient. So it's yeah. like, I hear a song, like, yeah, I want to learn That's that. That's what I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, cool. Scales? Don't worry about the mechanics of it, just... Scales for what? Yeah. Nah. Don't impress most of scales nah. or salads. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah, cool, learn this song next week. Learn this song. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh, cool. So what were you listening to when 
that what was kind of the early stuff that you listened to where like his rem you know let's say you'd your old man when you were 10 12 ish was like mid 30s maybe 40s and he could probably listen to rem and kind of still appreciate it he was early 30s okay yeah oh wait on sorry no so call it 88 89 what year was he born 56 yeah, so he's yeah early thirties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like someone in their early thirties could definitely listen to REM. Well, I'm going to assume listen to REM back then and be like, yeah, I can, I can do, I can vibe with this. Yeah, totally. Like someone who is our age now, yeah. mid to late mid to late thirties, could listen to something like. I never, I never took the time to notice though. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I was just like, I'm into this. Yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, yeah. okay, you know no, that's cool. Like what was what was some stuff you were listening to where where your parents were just like I don't get it, this is like and there was a definite generation gap. Yeah, the first one, I guess, and the most memorable one was growing up. There was two guys across the road, Brett and Scott Wilson, and now big props. Shout out! Shout out! That's what I should have said. And they were like probably five. And maybe seven years older than me. Yep. And, you know, they surfed and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, these dudes are cool. And I'd always, you know, be a pest and just go and hang out at their house. Just sweat them. Yeah, totally. And um, I was like, oh, what are you guys listening to? And then Jane's Addiction, Ritual Dilo, Habitual just come out. Yeah. And they're like, this, you've got to listen to this. So they gave me the CD. Yep. I run home, put it on. Mum had... Mum saw the cover. It's a, it's a very... Contra- I guess you look at it nowadays and just be like, eh, it's just a drawing or whatever. It- oh, totally, yeah. It's, was it a drawing or was it like a... I guess it looks like an art installation yeah. or something, you know what I mean? But you look at it and go, eh. Yeah, now. Like, whatever. What it, yeah, it's totally. It's just a whatever. But yeah. I'm sure back then, people looked at it and went, the fuck is this? Yeah, like, I even did that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, going, oh, what's this? And there was an element of like, I don't think my parents would be cool with this. I'm yeah. going to fucking listen to it, you know? Yeah. And because I didn't have headphones or anything like that, and it was just on the CD player. Yep. And it was probably a week at, weekend, and I've just, like, put it on. Yeah, mum, dad, well, I'm pretty sure it would be mum came in and was like, what's this? And saw the cover, and she's like, where'd you get that? Yeah, right. And told her, she's like, you take it back right now. You rat it on your mates. <laughs> and I'm just like... You know, then being older as well, she was probably like, what's this? You know yeah. what I mean? And even for me, it was like, with that cover, I was like, this is next level. This is something yeah. else, you know. This is out there. Yeah, definitely. At that time. And then when you hear it as well with that intro yeah. to the album, I'm like, is this shit satanic? That's my thought, you know. Okay, this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. They're speaking Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for for a, like a 15-year-old something yeah. kid... Yeah. That has no concept of none. Yeah, like it's a different anything world. other than the English. No internet. Yeah, zero internet. Yeah. Like that isn't even a you know. And and living in the suburbs. Yeah. So everyone's you know, everyone's mowing their lawn and just A C D C and shit. Which there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but yeah, like I can imagine you're going, What the fuck? Like, what is this? Because it's and we talk we you know, you and myself and Trent often talk about 
uh, Trent Crawford talk about the concept of not Trent from Punchy, not Trent from Punchy, the other the other no. famous famous infamous Trent Crawford uh, talk about when when you were younger and you'd see these bands and they may as well have been aliens. Oh yeah, coming in, totally. the swooping into town, yeah. doing their thing, yeah, and just and you getting that fuck if you go see a band and they and you're lucky enough to see a band play for 90 minutes and then they get back on their spaceship and out of there off they go totally and you see you'll only read about them in magazines later yeah or you know maybe you'll see a film clip on rage or something but yeah so to hear the intro in another language who the fuck knows what it means oh totally i still i remember looking it up not that long ago okay and um can't remember what it said but i was just like oh it's yeah yeah pretty non-offensive yeah you know but at the time being a kid and listening to it and just going yeah i'm breaking some rules here i'm listening <laughs> to something i shouldn't be listening to mum's yeah. already said give it back but i'm listening to it because yeah. i had to record it on my tape as you do yeah so i was at the cd player and chuck yeah. that on record it you know i got that now yeah i'll take it back yeah yeah straight yeah. in the discman just give, give me 62 minutes mum i'll take it back soon Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool so what's the what's the band album song so jane's addiction habitual yep. dealer habitual and first track stop cool señores y señoras nosotros tenemos más influencia con sus hijos que tú tienes Pero los queremos. Creado y regado de Los Ángeles. Juana's Adicción.
turn up that smokestack and that goddamn radio. Hum, along with me, along with the TV. They can write a riff like a jam, Jane's Addiction. Buenos Addiction. Yeah. Well, yeah, what, what she was saying at the start would have just been like an intro. Yeah. Like a nothing cynical at all. After this, we'll look it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about doing it as we were listening to the song, but I was like, no, 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 let's listen to the song. Let's give it the attention it deserves. Fuck it, look it up now. Okay, hold on. <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this. Through the magic of internet, I'll pause this. We Not have. internet. Podcasting, I'll pause this and it'll come back really quick. We have the What technology. was the song called? What was the song called? Stop. When's the last time you've ever gone to Yahoo? Yahoo answers. Damn. Jane's addiction, stop. What is the woman saying in Spanish, in brackets, I think, at the beginning of the song? Best answer. Fuck, I'm not going to be able to read this. But it basically says... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have more influence over your children than you do, but we love them. Born and raised in Los Angeles, Jane's Addiction. That is, um, it's not satanic. No. But it definitely has an undertow of cult-esque. Some, yeah, it's got some truth to it, that's for sure. No, there's definitely truth, but um, more... Yeah, yeah, no, there's like, something slightly sinister. Yeah, the sinister, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, your parents should be worried and i felt that when i listened to it for the yeah. first time as a 14 year old just going this is something what else. a way to start an album yeah that's fucking fantastic pretty cool there you go okay so yeah you, you would have had I, I i assume that more than just your mates across the road was there other people around that were influential like i'm sure as the list goes on your music as sorry as your life goes on your musical horizons are just broadening in massive ways and to whittle it down to one particular song would be really difficult but like what else who else was there around were there other instances where you were like this person influenced me because i found this or i heard this on right like another rage example or like that kind of yeah, thing. Right. what else is well that song i picked because I remember vividly like that moment in time and how it played out and listening to it sitting there and the way it f- I felt listening to it. So that, you know, that stands out as a massive one. As far as other people, there's a guy I went to school with named Daniel Allen and for some reason he was just always on the ball with new stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he got me into like Ned's Atomic Dust Band and a ride. Um, fuck. Depeche Mode, so many different bands. And then um, there's another guy, a, a good mate of mine named Ben Clapp. And I used to, he lived at Como, which was across the river. So a bit further south out of Sydney. Yeah. And my, so my dad would drive me in his ute and I'd have my bike on the back of his ute and he'd drop me at uh, Oatley and I'd ride across the bridge. Yep. And um, Ben lived at Oyster Bay actually. And then I'd ride from cross Camo Bridge down yep. to Oyster Bay and hang out with him for a weekend. His older brother, Josh, was um, always out partying and stuff and I'd stay in Josh's room 
So how old are you? Sorry, how old are you at this at this time? Uh, roughly, I'm guessing sort of probably fifteen. Okay, yep. it went on for a few years. We just hung out all the time, you know, through, yep. and um, we'd surf all the time and stuff and skate and whatnot. And then I'd wake up like on a Sunday morning because I'd stay there for the weekend. You know, we'd just hang yep. out as mates and whatnot and look at Josh's tape collection. The older brothers. Yeah. Yep. And um, there was all this stuff and I'm like, you know, there was Danzig, there was TSOL, um, there was all. And I'm like, what's this? You know, what's yeah. all this stuff? And then I was like, he came home later on and I was like, can you tape this stuff for me? And he was like, yeah, no worries. So the next week I got tapes and went over there. He re- taped those for me and then it was just, you know, into the Walkman. Yep. And it was on. See. Yeah, so that was pretty pivotal as well. And, and like I think now back to the music that I'm into and the stuff that I like and how influential listening to those bands have been in the whole scheme of the music that I'm into and that I love. Yeah. It's pretty huge, you know what I mean? Like with the members of all. Yep. You know, and I guess with Danzig as well with, you know misfits and stuff like that so yeah so, yeah cause, yeah yeah you were saying that when we'll listen to the james addiction song about how you were into all before you heard the descendants yeah and i guess that's that would be a and what was the other youth you'd heard sorry quicksand before you heard i guess youth of today yeah and real yeah. biscuits and stuff because it was it was what was happening that's it like it wasn't and it's easy to listen to anything at the drop of a hat now because it's all accessible. Yeah, I think I got into quicksand through a snowboarding video. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was like, what's this? And that happened with Face to Face for a surf video. Yeah. And Bad Brains as well. Um, there was a video called Ozone. It was an O'Neill Wetsuits video. Yeah. And it was all based, I guess, in Southern California, surfers and stuff. And they yeah. had... Um, What's the face to face song? One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, you don't know? Yeah. Is that what's called? Yeah. It's that first song. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. 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 So that, that song was on there. Um, Quickness by Bad Brains was on there. And I'm just like, what's this? Yeah. This is cool. And so I was into that as well. And um, you've done nothing. Sorry. I was just, this, that face to face song was called You've Done you've Nothing. You've done nothing. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And um, what was the other song I was talking about? Quickness? No, no. Before that. Quicksand? From, no, oh yeah, quicksand, yeah, yeah, and um, stay in school, kids. Don't drink, <laughs> or don't drink in school. No, not at school. Yeah, but um, yeah, quicksand and her. I think it was Phaser. Oh yeah, it was on yeah. A snowboard video, and I was just like, yeah, what's this? This is epic. You know, I got into that, and I remember having a quicksand shirt. Yeah, really. Yeah, wow. back then I was like. It's where did you get a quicksand shirt? Like I, I could, I could make an educated guess, yeah. but you tell me where you get a quicksand shirt from, in the early to mid nineties, early nineties. Soundgarden rehearsal. Soundgarden rehearsal. Yeah. yeah, that was my my first thought was Utopia, mm. but yeah, Soundgarden rehearsal was a gem of yeah. a store. You said just go in there and pester that dude. What was his name Matt? Matt. Yeah. Who played in Lawnsmill? Lawnsmill. Was it Lawnsmill? Yeah. 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 I bought, I, and God knows how it fit the both of us. But one day I went in there and he sold me a bunch of Descendants shirts that he was just like, oh, I don't want it anymore. Awesome. There was like six Descendants. It was like, he 
for 30 or 40 bucks and again i don't know how they fit him and me at the same like, you know. but um <laughs> not at the same not time. at the same time like but it fit him and then if he took it off and gave it to me it would also fit me yeah i was such a pest there after school we'd go there and just hang out and you know what and it'd be like this album cover's sick what's this sound like yeah and you're like, all right i'll put it on and that was like bad religion generator was like yeah he'd play it yeah cool i'm coming back i'm gonna save up you know i'll be back in a week or two and because her that. so hurstville was a suburb again southwest ish sydney yeah and the shop was there and i think he moved the shop it was like at the train station and then it moved from there like down to the back of like the Westfields and stuff like that yeah shop okay. moved a couple of times and but I remember when that closed, it was just like, what? Yeah. What now? Yeah, that's, yeah. But it serviced, it serviced such a big area because there was nothing, nothing in my else. mind, no. it was either you, you went to, for alternate, alternative, alternate, alternative, alternative music, yeah. you either went to the city, then Hurstville, which is a good half an hour, yeah, like a good half an hour drive. Was, yeah, half an hour closer for me. Yeah, to home, and uh, you know, from and then school the, we'd get the yeah bus. the busting. But then the alternative would be, Cronulla had Crass Records. Yeah, Cronulla Rock and Soul Supplies. That's the one. Thank you. Yeah, I used to punish that guy as well. Going there, and I remember having um, might have been Pennywise Unknown Road. Yeah, or it might have even been the self title. I can't remember. And um. When did Punk and Drubbly come out? 94. Yeah, it probably would have been. And I, Oh, no. Nah. Do you know where Unroad, Unknown Road came out? No. Oh, anyway, I had a Pennywise CD, a yeah. No Effects CD. Yeah. And I'm like, which one of these is better? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know, dude. It's like, you know. Well, he wasn't into it? <laughs> no, he liked both of them. Oh, right, okay. But he's like, you know, how do you decide, decide between Pennywise and No Effects? And so he played both and I'm like, Pennywise. Yeah, I felt like I understand that people would go Pennywise over No Effects because it has that sound. I used, yeah, totally. Like it has that aggressive. Like yeah, Punk and Drubbit was fast. Yeah, but for the most part, it wasn't aggressive. No. Where Pennywise, fuck, it's it's stupid. That fast. opening riff, fuck. Totally. That was sort of probably one of the first bands that I heard. Where I was like, because I was never into like Maiden. Yeah. Bands like that, you know, I just wasn't, couldn't really relate to it sort of thing. It wasn't, you know, there was guys I went to school with that were into it. Yep. And stuff like that. But it was just sort of, I don't know, it just always seemed a bit cheesy to me. But now, that's just rad. Yeah, okay. You know, and. To me, I find it, not to throw myself into this, but I find Maiden rad because it's so fucking to me it's fucking stupid is in like not the stupid's <laughs> not the right word that's I'll fucking edit that one out it's elaborate it's just so over the top oh it's self-indulgent it's so self-indulgent yeah, totally it's like and I just I've to me that's not what music to, that's not what music that's not what music ever was for me yeah me so I'm when saying, I hear it I, I go what I a fucking you know the uh thank you like that's such a great riff yeah and sounds fantastic when everyone kicks in yeah and then the by the 
like by the time halfway through the first verse is over i'm like cool that's all i needed and that's it i'll stop it that's yeah, like that's it we're done yeah we're done yeah. but dudes listen to the whole thing you go can't have the intro without every other second of it yeah that's I need right the whole thing totally yeah. and my attention span wasn't there you know and i needed to be entertained and yeah. you know I remember listening to that stuff before going for a surf and it was like, you know, or a skate and it was psych-up music. Or yeah. it was, I don't remember, remember I used to skate to the train station at Mortdale. Yeah. In time to get the first train. From where? From Lugano. Fuck. With my surfboard and my backpack and I'd have my Walkman or my Discman maybe and, you know, just be listening to something the whole way. I remember spider bait, Shush Arthur Glover. Yeah. Listen to that like the whole way, you know what I mean? And, and just... Because it's a fair hike. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, but it was like, there was no other way, really. No, that's right, like, yeah. You know, you know, parents weren't getting up that early on a weekend anyway to take me, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and we'd just listen to that, you know, the whole way. Yeah. Sort of thing. And it was, um, what were we talking about before? Maiden, Pennywise. Yeah, I was just attention songs. span. Yeah, and yeah. so it was just my attention span for like, you know, and if, yeah. You know, anything over three, four minutes, you lost me. Yeah. You know, but then I listen to that stuff now. I'm like, yeah, I get the musicality and yeah. how rad it is and stuff like that. But I was never sort of, it didn't get me. I was sort of, I remember hearing like bands like Helmet. Yep. And going, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, hey, that's the heavier side of the stuff that I'm, that sort of grabs me. Yep. And then when I heard bands that had the heavy side with the punk side. Yeah. And I was like, that's it again. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And it's just like, okay, cool. And it was just like finding more and more bands like that. And yep. you'd hear it and you'd be like, oh, cool. This grabs me. And I, I think back now, because um, I just turned 40 and I think back and I reckon a lot of it, you know, goes along with your age you know what i mean yeah very much so you know and it's sort of time and place kind yeah of. totally and yeah. yeah and that makes it all that more special i guess you know yeah. what I mean? for being that soundtrack to your life i guess yeah which to me i can understand i never liked it but you listen to new metal and you just go i understand why a 16 year old boy yeah from the suburbs or girl you know but six, you know a young kid would listen to this and think this is the fucking this is the this totally. is where it's at yeah yeah that's time and place like you were at that age where you were young and pissed off and yeah totally yeah, yeah. and it's easy easy to discount um what kids are into these days yeah for me anyway and just be like oh fucking that's horrible yeah but it's real for them yeah that's exactly right that's, and it was real for me then it was yep that's right you know and yeah. they're probably like just as pissed off or just as fighting that you know finding their yeah, feet or to, figuring out who where they fit yep. in or who they are yeah work out their where the lane is yeah yeah totally yeah if anyone knows they could uh give us a call yeah just i'll have an email address <laughs> i'll pass still looking yeah um okay so you you're playing guitar yeah when did you jump into drums when did that transition happen so in Year 11, played in a band with a couple of guys. They had a band already and they heard I played guitar 
and they were like we've got a gig do you want to be in our band and i was Sick. like of course yeah and um so we played at the forum at miranda supporting the hellmen that's the best name yeah well not the best name but it's a great name it's pretty up there yeah <laughs> and uh it just lays it out like yeah. there's no question about what kind of dude <laughs> what the kind of dudes are going to be what's your band called the hellman oh, fuck yeah you are yeah. <laughs> totally and so they were like cool and i'm like what songs are we going to do and they're like i don't know we've got a couple of covers and stuff and i'm like oh yeah cool so we played battery yeah right okay you play guitar yeah but were you james or were you kirk i was probably no one let's be honest <laughs> i pretty much stood there and just chugged open e as far as i can remember yeah so it was a mixture so it was me playing we played unsung by helmet yep. battery um i think we played creeping death as well yeah uh and then i Play guitar and sang "In Between Days" by The Cure. I'd so love to. I'd fucking love to oh, see that. <laughs> no, let's not. Have. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So is there footage of it? But no, uh, there wouldn't be. Not at all. Okay. And yeah, and we had no idea what we we're doing. As you don't. No, it was like, yeah, cool. I had my Doc Martens on and my yep. cut off army shorts and stuff. Yep, we did pretty good. See. I remember being stoked about his being backstage and talking to the other band, talking to the Hellmen, talking yeah. to those guys, Ben Brown, and just yeah, it was like, and all they wanted to talk about was surfing and stuff. It was cool. Did they watch you? Did they mention? I have no idea. Yeah, okay. no, no, I don't know. They didn't say fuck. You, you do some. You, you do. You do a good Robert Smith. <laughs> You've got a fucking eclectic taste yeah. there <laughs> for a yeah. cover band. Okay, so let's. I'll go drums. on record as saying that. Oh, sorry. I don't yeah. think I've ever been able to play battery on guitar, and probably still can't. So, like, it's it's pretty impressive. Like that, you stood there for all of let's call it three minutes long. I think I just fudged it. Like we probably rehearsed, and I was just sort of like muting and just not making a lot of noise. And but you reckon there. you look good doing it? But I reckon you would like you would have looked like you knew what you were doing. Not necessarily looked good, mm. but looked confident, or not really. I don't think I would have looked good, but I would have thought that I would look oh, good. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, yeah totally. cool. Okay. So, sorry, you were playing guitar in this band? Yeah, that was it. That was the band. That was done. We jammed a few more times. Oh, yeah, for drums. Yeah. So, uh, Clayton went was a drummer, and um, we used to jam at his house. And so, we jammed a few more times, and it was just a sporadic thing every couple of weeks or months, you know what I mean? We'd have a jam, and... Um, I remember him saying he was going to get rid of his drum kit and I was like, I'll buy it. Yeah. So I bought it. I think it might have been in year 12 school. Yeah, it would have been actually. Or maybe even year, late year 11. Anyway, yeah, I bought a, this old Tama, really old Tama kit off him. and had that Really old in a good way or a bad way? Uh, really old. It was like probably like 60s kit or something like that. Oh, you wow. Know? Yeah, okay. where the hardware is really skinny. and Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, you know, it's got these little hooks where the toms hang on by. Not like they don't lock onto anything. It's just like yeah. slide this on here and that just <laughs> hangs there. Yeah. That's the position. Yeah. That's all you got. So I had that and um, we'd play that at home and mum and dad were like, no. Nah, not playing. So it just sort of sat there and then I'd... No, I'd, I think I might have traded in on another kit. And I just kept, yeah, got another kit. And then um, 
a guy that I went to TAFE with, one of his mates was in a band. Yeah. And that was Nathan Giblet. And he played, he was in a band with a, oh, he had a couple of guys that they were jamming with and they needed a drummer. So I went and jammed with those guys. Didn't know how to play really. And um, yeah, and just sort of started from there. And then, you know, that was, I guess that was the foray into, I guess, sort of like hardcore punk. What was the band called? Uh, that ended up being for and against. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was that band and yeah, jamming those guys and then got the boot from that band. <laughs> I got a phone call. And they're all good dudes, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm good mates with those dudes yeah. still today. And um got a phone call and I was like, Yeah, uh We're uh, gonna jam with this guy. Oh good. But um <laughs> we still wanna jam with you every now and then. And I'm like Nut <laughs> or butt hurt. Yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. He took it. He took it well. Yeah, like oh, that's it. And good on them for calling you up and letting you know. Oh, totally. Yeah, like they're shit ass. Could have been. Worse. They could have just not called you. I think what I was doing as well was writing songs on guitar. Ah, oh, right. And bringing them in and going, "Here's this. Here's your vocals. <laughs> <laughs> or how about I get on drums and play like shit? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'll show you what to do, but suck at what I do. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. You're out. Yeah, you're gone, son. Totally. I would have kicked me out too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, were you living? You're living at home. Oh, yeah, I guess you're year twelve, so you probably living at home no no so foreign against was after that so okay, right. that was because i met at tafe when i was doing my apprenticeship sorry yeah yep. yeah so that would have been like 19 or something like that, you know so was that foreign the band that became foreign against that was your first real foray into hardcore hardcore punk rock yeah so a couple of guys in that band dustin and Ebo the singer they were mates with the guys from not for you yep and um did not for you start out as playing Descendants covers? Because someone sure told me did. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. They used to play a whole bunch of covers. They did propaganda covers and stuff as well. Yeah. So I remember being at practice with the for and against guys, and there was Daniel Haig was in that band. Oh no, that was after Dustin left. Dustin played bass, and Dustin was like, "My mates are in a band. They can play any song." I'm like, "Any song?" He's like, "Fucking any song." And I was like, "Okay." And then I saw Not for You play, and I was like, "Oh, these guys are good. They could, yeah, they could play any song." Because it, it blows my mind. I was talking to someone the other day about how good that Not For You... I don't know, it was an album or an EP. It was like nine tracks, so it could be the Evolution. Oh, yeah, yeah, the album, yeah. And it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's great. But I just can't hear the connection between a band playing that that started out playing Descendants covers. I think... Like it, I'm not going to... Yeah. I can't really speak for them, but I guess knowing those guys, it was probably like... A foray from punk into hardcore punk. Yeah. And then they heard, you know... Earth Crisis like, or something. Yeah, Earth Crisis. Um, or that whole... Morning Again. Yeah, that whole movie. You know, yeah. um, all the Good Life Records stuff. Yeah. yep. You know, they heard all that stuff and I think that was like, yeah, this is... This is where we're at. That's where we go, you know. Yeah. And that was their thing. Head of their time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. And it's funny because that band is like... People will be like, oh, they don't move. You know, they're just statues yeah. on the stage or whatever. Yeah. And I look back at it now and I was like, yeah, it's fucking cool. You know, like yeah. back then I was like, oh, I wish they'd get into it a bit more, being mates of them, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I was pumped on the music. Yeah. You know, made me want to get crazy sort yeah. of thing. And 
I was into it, and but it's like these dudes, but they were in their own groove, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on stage, but I think about it now, it's like, yeah, it's fucking cool. They just did what they wanted to do with yeah. it. Yeah. What what came naturally to them yeah. was standing there. Totally. And I think that's yeah. what they're and not in know, a bad way. And with the name of the band, that was their thing. It was like, not for you. Yeah. It's not for you. This is for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fuck is. Fuck y'all. So. This is going to be presumptuous, but I'm going to guess that the next kind of thing you're going to pick, is say. You're a, you're a man about town. You're going to see bands. You're yeah. out of school. You're at TAFE. Maybe have a car. Maybe still living at home. Maybe in the city. Uh, what are you doing once you've like when do you, when does the relevance start? What um uh, what's the next step? So after I got the boot from the for and against, and then I think a few weeks later, I put an ad in Drum Media. Yep. <laughs> so bizarre when I think of it now like I've put in um, this would have been 99 yep um, I put an ad so drum media sorry yeah yeah again let's I'll just explain that drum media oh, was cool. oh, it was just a local street press that circulated through Sydney but had a had a really really like it had all, like it was the Bible, which I'm sure isn't, I'm sure, like what was the Melbourne equivalent? Beat? Yeah, Beat, yeah. But it had a dedicated section of punk rock and yeah, hardcore. Yeah, there was, there was one for Brisbane, one for Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. One for Perth, I can't remember, fuck. And it was the go-to to yeah. find out who was playing where and da-da-da-da. You had no other means really to sort of find yeah. out and that was it. Unless you were, unless you were doing it, like actually yeah. doing it, yeah. then the way you found out was by this magazine. But it also had a fantastic... Um, classifieds Classifieds that Is that what it, you yeah, call it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah At the back So members wanted This person Like Funny story So I put this ad in there Yeah So the rundown of the ad Was like Drama seeks band Influences List them Texas is the reason Okay Mine's there <laughs> A little bit different Yeah The cure no, I don't think I put in like that. It was like, yeah, cool, I'm into this stuff yeah. now, you know what I mean? I can't even remember what the other bands might have been from there. And um, I was getting, like, guys that were in Aussie pub rock cover bands ringing up going, do you want to come and jam with us? And I'd be like, nah. Yeah, but thanks, but no thanks. And they'd be like, oh, but they'd ring back consistently, like, yeah, cool, you sure? <laughs> what you got the ad for if you don't want to play drums? Yeah, I don't want to play those songs. Yeah, you know? You're missing the point. Pretty funny. But then, yeah, I got a call from Ben. Is the guitarist from Irrelevant? Yep. Him and Damon and I had a thing. Damon sang and played bass. Ben played guitar. And I had Dom was their original drummer. Um, he was doing graffiti. He jumped over a fence, I think, to get away from the cops. And broke both his legs, I think. Fuck. That's when they got mean. <laughs> Cheers, Fez. <laughs> Cheers, cops. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so I think they did a couple. They might have recorded a couple of songs before that and played a couple of shows as um, a three piece. Yeah, as a three piece. Oh. But I don't. I don't. Maybe one song that they did. We we had a played once. It was called Liar, and it was super avail. Like it was just yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it was a great song. But it got to a point. Ben was like, no, nah, I'm not playing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. So, cool. That's There you go. I had no idea about that. Because, 
Yeah, there was the first two-track demo, which I thrashed the fuck out of. <laughs> it was funny. I was out. A mate ring me up one night. He's at a pub and he's wasted. He goes, I'm here with some guy. He's telling me that he was the original drummer in it. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool. It's Dom. He's like, oh, so it is true. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. There you go. And he was walking, I assume. Yeah, yeah. His legs were fine. Back on his feet, yeah. Good, good to hear. Totally. So, well, you listed as influencers or whatever. Texas yeah. is the reason and mine's there. The Vale might have been in there as well, maybe. Okay, yeah. yeah. I can't remember now. Um, what's the song you're going to pick that kind of sums up, I guess, the next transition into... A big uh, look again. I'm assuming here, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But irrelevant. We're going for about twelve. Uh, just shy of ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Is that all? Yeah. So it was '99, and then 2008 was. Was it the last two? Well, the last. We pulled the pin. Then we back in 2010 for a few more shows. Then 2010. Yeah, it was the Annandale show. Was that 2010? Not with, not with, with you. No, no, no. You sure? 2012. Yeah, it was four years. You're right. Four years. Yeah, we had four years that we didn't do anything. Because my first Irrelevant show was... Playing. Brisbane. Yeah, playing was Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, in 2012, August 2012. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, So, again, projecting or assuming, but... Hardcore would have been a... Well... Would have been the main, not the, not necessarily main focus, but would have been taking up a lot of your attention musically. Oh, well and truly, yeah. yeah. And it was the main focus. It was sort yep. of like, here's this new thing, you know, and I guess the culture that goes along with it, with the zines. Yeah. With shows and new bands. And yeah, it was a bit of an eye-opener for yeah. me anyway, you know. So yeah, it definitely was yep. at that point in time, for sure. So what were you listening to? Like, again, you listed... Texas the Reason, Mind Snare, and Avail to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, there was Morning Again, early hot water music. Yeah. Um, I haven't really thought about it. Okay. For this question. Yeah. Um, but, okay, was there, a, was there a song that, have you got a song where you were like, Right, this is... So, the last one was Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Was there a song that had that kind of impact where you went, fuck, this... I didn't know this could be done. Yeah, totally. And now it's... And now I... Not necessarily now I want to do that, but now I'm open to doing completely different... I probably couldn't do that. No, fuck no. Fuck no. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah, but, like, that can be done, so let's explore... Yeah, totally. Well, the next song... Is a Shahalud song. Yep. Um, from Hearts Once Nourished with Hope and Compassion. Yep. The song is This Wake I Myself Have Stirred. Yeah. And that that was Just like... Long titles. Oh, out of hand. Poetic. Good work, Chad. Yeah. And... Um, Some girls are crazy. <laughs> and um, a funny story about that as well. Okay. Podcast worthy or like as in yeah yeah that's no, okay. totally fine yeah and uh, so I had uh, what were the were they uh, like a spray jacket oh yeah yeah I had, yeah I had an integrity spray jacket fuck yeah you did and um, you were there at Aladala Warp Tour 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Newfound Glory played, and I was backstage hanging out with the ODS guys. Yep. And um. Two thousand and one. Yeah, must have been. Yeah. Yeah. And oh mate, maybe two thousand two, but probably two thousand one. And I remember finding out that. Oh, he did. He played in Newfound Glory. Yep. And I was like, "What? Yeah, the dude that sings in Shia Lord plays in Newfound Sorry, Glory. Newfound Glory yeah. And I'm like, oh, so you then, you know, walked past and gave me a nod for the integrity. Yep. Spray jacket, and I'm like, yeah, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> he's he's all still right. down for the core. <laughs> what a dickhead I was. It's so funny. <laughs> it's a weird thing to go from that, like Shia Lord. Yeah. Who were like unabashed unabashed probably not the right word but like upfront about being negative like their a lot of their stuff had negative not negative how do I put it it's pretty dark yes yeah, yeah, dark, dark dark yeah. sorry not negative but dark yeah to pop like pop punk where pop punk fans would be like nah this is too much yeah totally like yeah, yeah. like I love cheese like I love early green day or whatever yeah and I can't do this. Yeah, the juxtaposition of it's pretty crazy. Massive, but yeah. You know what? You know, like I was saying, I was like, yeah, you know, sings in childhood, plays guitar. In that band. And yeah. as you get older, you're like, of course you do. I was narrow minded as fuck. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, of course you can fucking yeah. do both. You know what I mean? Why the fuck not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You enjoy it, go for it. Whatever makes yeah. you happy, you know? Yeah. So, childhood. That's it. Let's fucking suss a dude. I'll let you know. Go on. That I remember I bought it off Jay Blurter. Okay. When he had his shop. Was it called Hatesville? Yeah. I'd yeah. S- I'm going to say yes, yeah. Yeah, I went in there and he was like, you've got to hear this. I was like, cool, put it on. I'm like, fucking sold. Did he? Did you know him? Did he know you? Like, did he think... No, got, like, like he, he may have seen me around sort of thing. Okay. I, but yeah, no. Was he backing it or was he like... Yeah, this is the kind of guy who would like this, so I should show it to him. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and Jay's probably on the cell. Oh, the hard cell, the good cell. <laughs> good dude. Oh, Ken Cell. Yeah. yeah. Miss that guy. He's just kind of. I'm sure he's out there. Is it Cronulla? Body body. He is too. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Blurter, hit me up. I'm here. We can have a chat. Get him on the podcast. Get him on the podcast. He'd have a story. I'd have. He'd have. <laughs> Shai Halud.
Shohalud, fucking Def's negative. Yeah. Def's oh. negative. <laughs> On second revision. There's yeah. some negative shit in there. Yeah. Like I was saying, like I I don't, I'm not a big lyrics guy. I don't listen to lyrics as much as, like when you listen to that song, all I could hear was that lead guitar kind of going, keep it, kept on going. And the lyrics were just like dropped in there. And I, I yeah, that's just me, but. You but didn't yeah. get my life has been a breach of contract. That's fucking heavy. <laughs> heavy. Heavy. Fucking heavy metal. Good work. Yeah, so. Rad song, though. Oh, fucking. Yeah, as we listened to it, I was like, you could have picked every song yeah. on that album because they're just as good as that. Hell yeah. Yeah, there's some fucking jam lamb. So what else... What else were you kind of... Could you put there? Like, is there anything else this, that kind of... Like, I've got a list here and then, like, looking back yeah. on your criteria of sort of... Yep. You know, songs from when you were really young... Yep. ...that shaped you and stuff like that. And then there's so, like, so many songs that could have fit... Yeah. ...into any of those categories. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I'm kind of happy I don't have to do this because because I'll be thinking about it every time I talk to someone about it I'll think oh yeah. fuck I could have had that song I'm sitting here now going oh fuck why didn't I think of that yeah. you know it's uh but yeah like uh, notable mentions um laid on me Buffalo Tom Taylor's Fade okay that, that song just yeah sticks in my mind I wanted to learn it on guitar it was like yeah. that fucking rad song struck a chord it's great um what else we got? Anything by Quicksand. Anything. Most of the stuff by All. Usually sort of like... All's a weird one for me. And I love All. Yeah. But... I didn't, the joke songs didn't grab me so much. No, fuck no. So you're scary, sad, she's my ex, Mary. Irrelevant. Correct. Like, this may have been a conversation you had for three seconds, but it happened. Yeah, right. Or it may have been like, no, no, we jammed the song a few times. But I remember talking to Damon and saying you guys were going to cover Cos. We talked dun, about dun, it. We didn't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. right. It never yeah. happened. Yeah. No, we talked about it. Because that's a weird... Like, it's a great song, but yeah. it's obviously not... It's it's not dun, jokey. Dun, dun. No. But it's not... Um, well, that was at my suggestion to re- to jam, to cover that. Yeah. But we just never got around to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I will get shot down for this. But... To me, the best thing that the best album under that umbrella of those two bands in my well, actually no, the newest album is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, but for me, Mass Nerder is better, is just as good as anything else that 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 the collectively the collective two bands have ever released. Yeah, right. But then saying that that came out in like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. And there was a few. There was a, definitely a few albums before that, that 
you would have been listening to on those tapes. Yeah. Yeah, the, all definitely grabbed me more than yeah. Descendants. Yeah. You know. What is it? Beatles or Stones? All yeah, but it's not even it's not even Beatles or Stones. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's like Beatles or... Fuck, like... Wings. No, no, not even wings, but like, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, no, it's hard. You can't compare it. Yeah. You can't compare it. It's just fucking insane. But, yeah, to hear, it's, yeah so that's why... Yeah, right. I don't know where that was coming from or going, but... um, Yeah, so, sorry, what other songs? Um, yeah, a lot of stuff by Helmet. Yeah. Anything off Mean Time. Yep. And that, for me, hearing that stuff, and like John Stanier on drums. Yep. Just like monster. Yeah. Saw them at uh, Selena's at Coogee, and I was just m- mind blown. Just yeah. Just like, fuck, what? Yeah. You know, hadn't been exposed to stuff like that before. I was just like, yeah, this is amazing. So much, so many songs. You know, so much stuff by The Cure, like Fascination Street, Push, In Between Days. Lullaby, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It could go on. I'm going to... What was the song you covered? You sang In, in Between Days? In Between Days. Fuck, I'm never going to listen to that song the same again, like in the best possible way. Oh. It's going to be fucking red hot. <laughs> I guess the last song, it's open to interpretation. It's a song that kind of sums up where you're at now, but it doesn't have to be current. Yeah, right. It can be... Because you said you're 40... Um, it can be a throwback song like we talked about earlier that you somewhat like a band like Fleetwood Mac when you were young you would like oh, fuck this but nowadays you might listen to it and go I completely get it yeah like which I feel like a lot of people do with someone like Tom uh, Tom Petty yeah or like Bruce Springsteen when you're young you're probably like eh whatever and then all of a sudden you'd hit 30 and you go buy or download or whatever every single thing Bruce Springsteen's ever released. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah. So it can be something that's new. Yeah. Um, something that's old that's kind of stuck with you. I'm definitely guilty of revisiting like a lot of stuff that I've grown up on and yep. things like that. And I know I listen to a lot of modern music, I guess via radio and stuff like that none of it really grabs me yeah you know there's not a lot of it that grabs me every now and then i'll hear something and be like yeah that's cool bad dreams i heard them and i was like they're doing their own thing this is fucking cool you know um but yeah there's not a lot a great deal of stuff that i hear that sort of excites me to the point of where and that could be just me you know what i mean it might just be me where i'm at and just comfortable and fucking what i like and what i've listened to and Yep. You know, really not giving a fuck about sort of new stuff. And whereas yeah. being younger and totally passionate about the scene and like yeah. know, playing music and being around music and involved in it. Yep. But now it's sort of like, yeah, cool. Something, you know, grabs me, I'll buy it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but yeah, but the song I've gone with is a few years old now, but it's, I think it's just a rad song. Okay. It's a Super Heaven. In, okay. on, in on it okay yeah it's a rad song catchy I think they're a great band was this when they were super heaven or were they daylight um, when they released it 
Or we can Wikipedia it. No, I'm pretty sure it's Super Heaven, yeah. Okay. I think it's the first album, Super Heaven. Yep. So, I think. Could be wrong. See? But, um, yeah, it's a rad song, but yeah. So, what else, before we go and listen to this last jam, what what else are you doing? Anything to plug? Uh, started um, a new band. Yeah. Called Barriers. Drumming? Yeah, playing drums. Because you did play guitar in Homeward Bound I did and sang yeah so that was a thing while I was like played in Irrelevant and the other bands I always had in the back of my mind you know one day I'll play guitar and sing in a band yep just for the fuck of it just yeah you know just to go yeah cool I did that sort of thing and yep so yeah wrote a bunch of songs and did that and that sort of fizzled out yep you know for whatever reasons and then uh, yeah so back on drums for Barriers sick so with Jake from Bad Blood. Oh, yep. On guitar. Adam from Boneless. And uh, yeah, Matt Sorden from Bad Blood. And yeah, but it doesn't sound like any of the bands that we've previously done. So yep. it's pretty, uh, yeah, pretty rocky, grungy sort of stuff. Sick. I said to Jake, actually, like, he wrote some riffs. And I was living in Tamworth, actually, and put a thing on Facebook. It was like, oh, you know, coming back to Sydney, anyone keen to jam? And jam. Jake contacted me and was like, I've got a bunch of songs. Sick. They're, they're different though. Yeah. And he sent them to me. I'm like, yeah, they're cool. And then had a chat to him. I'm like, fucking pretty grungy, dude. And he was like, yeah, it is, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. Not that the what we've re- recorded and the band has now become isn't super grungy, but yeah. The, yeah, the stuff he was sort of sending through was. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's cool. Because we were there the first time around. Yeah. This is fucking sweet. And I was like, yeah, good, good point. There you go. So, yeah. So, yeah, we've got our first show in a couple of weeks. And, cool. Um, Hopefully this is out before then. Yeah. But I can't promise anything. No, it's all good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, five-song EP thing. Yeah. Soon to be band-camped. Yep. So, yeah. See? We are Barriers, but the band's just called Barriers. So, so you're on all the all the social medias? Yeah, there's an Instagram and a Facebook, I think. But, um, yep. yeah, not too much on there at the moment. So, yeah, just a bit of fun, man. Sick. Yeah, enjoying it. Good times. Kill. All right. Thanks, dude, Michael. Thanks for having me, dude. That's uh, what was the song? Super Heaven in on it. Awesome, Kill.
So, Michael Anderson, what a guy. Uh, Apologies if I sound so flat and stuffy. Um, It's quarter to midnight the day before the Descendants play Sydney, and I should be well and truly in bed. But alas, I'm not, because I've got a strict timeline of the last Friday of every month to get the podcast up. And in true Joel style, I've literally left it to the last, in this case, 15 minutes uh, before my time is up to get the podcast going. So, apologies if I sound really flat. I'll try I'll try harder next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for feedback. It's always appreciated. Yeah, keep listening f- for the next month's. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. Kill, cool. take it easy.